Good morning. It's so good to be here this morning to preach the Word of God. Uh, my name is Bob Smith. I've been around Baystoke for 40 years, and it's a real privilege and a pleasure to be here this morning. I just pray, Lord, you'll bless your Word to your people. The heading of my message is Long-Term Hope. Long-Term Hope. The Bible is 27% prophetic. One verse in four talks about either the first or second coming of our Lord Jesus Christ. And we can look back on his first coming. He came as a child in, in Bethlehem. He came as a servant. But one day in the future he will come back as King of Kings and Lord of Lords. And we we'll all take part in this together, one way or another. For many of us, we will be in heaven. Praising God, thanking him for his work on the cross through Christ Jesus. We all have this hope today. And this hope is a hope which can inspire us. Let me define hope first of all. Hope is a feeling, a desire for something and confidence in the possibility of its future fulfilment. A reasonable ground for this feeling, a personal thing that gives you cause for hope. And that's that dictionary. A personal thing that gives you cause to hope. And that's our Lord Jesus Christ, isn't it? He gives us this everlasting hope. He gives us a hope for the future, a hope for tomorrow. But also, this hope for tomorrow and the future will also inspire us to keep going today. Now, in a sense, in order to have hope, you have to hope for something. For instance, if you don't want to have a racing car, you wouldn't hope for it, would you? It wouldn't enter your mind. If you didn't want to be a famous rock star, you wouldn't hope and, and think about that. But there are things we can hope for in the natural, which are very important to us, for our family, our friends, for our walk with God, that each of us might want to walk in that way. And that's a good, healthy hope. The problem is today that so many people, and I'll just draw, I'm, I'm a sort of a, um, a visual preacher, so many people have a hope which really is no hope at all. I mean, some people hope for stuff which is beyond their dreams and they live their life hoping for something which actually is almost practically impossible for them. And that's a false hope. But when we hope in our Lord Jesus Christ and his return, that's a good hope. So what's, what are the hopes in your uh, heart? What do you hope for for the future? What are your desires? What are your things that you, you have a ground for this feeling of hope? What is the possibility of this hope that you have coming to fulfilment? But as we heard from the testimony, the Word of God is, is a wonderful book. And throughout that book is written the hope that one day Jesus will return. Sometimes this, folk, this hope will give you focus. As a Christian, you know, our, our focus is on Christ and that gives us hope. And that focus helps us to walk our everyday life. And the person that gives me and you hope every day is Jesus. It's quite well summed up in this old or recent hymn. My hope is built on nothing less than Jesus' blood and righteousness. I dare not trust the sweetest frame, but wholly lean on Jesus' name. On Christ the solid rock I stand, all other ground is sinking sand. When darkness fails 
his lovely face. I rest on his unchanging grace. In every high and stormy gale, my anchor holds within the veil. On Christ, the solid rock I stand. All of the ground is sinking sand. The gospel is amazing. The fact that Jesus died for us and rose again and promised one day he would come back. I want to read a few verses from the book of Daniel, Daniel chapter 12, verses 1 to 3. And this is sort of looking forward to the future. Daniel lived about 500 BC, a man of great prophetic interest, also the same guy that went in the lion's den. He trusted God completely. And he prophesies this, there will be times of distress such as has not happened from the beginning of nations until then. But at that time, your people, everyone whose name is found written in the book, will be delivered. Multitudes will, who sleep in the dust of the earth will awake, some to everlasting life, others to shame and everlasting contempt. Those who are wise will shine like the brightness of the heavens, and those who lead many to righteousness like the stars forever and ever. Daniel was a Jew. He was in captivity in Babylonia. He was under a jurisdiction of a horrible king, but he kept faithful to the Lord, so much so that he even trusted him in the lion's den. So at that time, God's people were under captivity, and they were struggling. And throughout Daniel, there's lots of prophecies where God was saying, don't worry, I'm going to sort you out. I will send you a saviour. I will help you from your trouble. And it's the same for us today. We've all been through COVID. It's been quite rough for many of us. And we all have our issues and problems. But when we put our hope in Christ, the day seems better. My hope is built on nothing less than Jesus' blood and righteousness. A friend of mine was going through, he was a vicar actually, he's a very good friend of mine, we used to play squash together, and he was having a terrible time. And we met for coffee because he lived far away from here now. And I remember sending him a text once. I said, "David, Jesus plus nothing equals everything. Jesus plus nothing equals everything, because his hope is built on nothing less." We are in a time of stress. This nation and the world is in a terrible state. We hear stuff today that we wouldn't even dream of 20, 40, 50 years ago. But through all this, if our hope is built on Jesus and his return, this hope will keep us going on a daily basis. One day, we will rise to everlasting life. Do not worry about this earth. God's in control. I mean, Boris Johnson would do his best, but he hasn't got any answers, really. Politicians haven't got the answers. The answers are all contained in this book. Prophetic, wonderful. And some of the stuff that's in here, written at least for 6,000 years ago, describe today's society today, where it says every man in the last days will do what is right in his own eyes. In the last days, things will get worse and worse. And that concerns me. But over and above that, I have a hope that one day Christ will come back. Let me um, just draw you something a bit different. I hope. 
I'm allowed to use more than one sheet of paper. So, so as a Christian, you know, we have a hope that actually is built on the cross of Jesus Christ and that one day he will come back, yeah? This is the story of the Bible. So if we put our hope in Jesus Christ and his return and the hope that in every situation he is our friend, our saviour, our guide, what happens, that hope then comes into our life and impacts our heart to help us live day by day. So, when we're having a tough time, when we are ill, we have family issues, financial problems, sickness, my hope is built on nothing less than Jesus' blood and righteousness. When we do this, this then inspires us and helps us. That God is not only a God of today, but also the God of our tomorrows, and he's the God of our eternal life. The book of Thessalonians 1 and 2 in the New Testament is very, very full of this sort of information. And in Thessalonians 1, 1 Thessalonians 1, verse 1 says this, Paul, Silas and Timothy to the churches of the Thessalonians, in God the Father and the Lord Jesus Christ, grace and peace to you. We always thank God for all of you and continually mention you in our prayers. We remember before our God and Father your work produced by faith, your labour prompted by love, your endurance inspired by hope in the Lord Jesus Christ. The church at Thessalonica was formed very quickly. Paul was only there for three weeks. He had to leave the town because of persecution. He sent Timothy there and, and they found out that the church was really growing. Despite the opposition, despite the Romans uh, ruling over them, despite the, the religious people, the scribes and Pharisees having a go at them, these people stood for their faith. They kept going despite circumstances. And those last words there, it says, your work produced by faith, your labour prompted by love, and your endurance inspired by hope in our Lord Jesus Christ. When we can't endure sometimes, when we think about during the day, my health is failing, my family's in a mess, financially I don't have an answer. If you look at the day, you, you get all distressed, but somehow your spirit, your endurance is lifted by the hope held out in the gospel. And that completes that circuit. And I, for one, have very often turned to scriptures that give me hope in his Christ's return. There used to be an old song, This world is not my home, I'm just a passing through. My treasures are laid up somewhere beyond... I can't sing, you've just noticed that. But our treasure is not on this earth. Our treasure is in heaven. We're just passing through this earth for whatever time the Lord gives us. But we have a home. And what happens for me when I realise that some people do not know Jesus, many people don't know Jesus, my works are inspired by looking at the future and saying, if I don't talk to my family about Christ or my friends, 
to give them this hope. They will not see Jesus in the same way that you and I will. And it's interesting that the word endurance is used here. Paul offers you this word about running the race, finishing well. It's very, very sad, and I've seen Christians who have been Christians for many years fall away for whatever reason. But when they think of their eternal destination and what Christ is going to come back as King of Kings, that, that hope can bring them back to the cross and there they will find Christ once again. Now, we endure to finish the race well. I'm going to read, read a second reading from, uh, again, 1 Thessalonians 5. Now, brothers and sisters, about times and dates, we do not need to write to you. For we know very well that the day of the Lord will come like a thief in the night. While people are saying peace and safety, destruction will come on them suddenly. As labour pains on a pregnant woman, and they will not escape. But you, brothers and sisters, are not in darkness so that this day should surprise you like a thief. You are all children of the light and children of the day. Then a few verses on it says, But since we belong to the day, let us be sober, putting on faith and love as a breastplate and the hope of salvation as a helmet. Now, when you wear a helmet, I'm a motorbike rider like your pastor Dave and we're going to go out on a bike ride soon, me and him. Anyway, the helmet protects your head. What's in your head is your brain. And your brain is your thinking bit. So, when it says, and the hope of salvation as a helmet, when we think about what Jesus has done for us on the cross, when we think about the, the day he's coming back, that helps our thinking more positive, more devotional, and better. It gives you a better persona, it lifts your heart. You know, because he lives, I can face tomorrow. Because he lives, all fear is gone. And I know that he holds a future. See, our Jesus holds our future in his hand. We have this hope which is eternal. We have this hope which is so beautiful. When Jesus returns, on that day, which we do not know, and don't listen to people say you're going to come back next year or the next ten years. I don't know when, but I do know he will. I don't know the day or the hour. In fact, even Jesus don't know. If you look at scripture, you'll you realise that one day, Father will say to his son, okay, son, go. And on that day, he will return. And it says, let your First of all, let, in the same way, let your light shine before others that they may see the good deeds and glorify your Father in heaven. See, the thing is that many Christians are, are quite um, miserable. <laughs> I have to say that. Well, I try to think of a more polite word. But sometimes, when we walk around our community, in our church, in society... I'm a Christian, I am. Yeah. Yeah, well. But we have a hope which is beyond comprehension. And even though the day is tough, we know tomorrow is in God's hands. And I want to encourage you to be people of hope, 
people of endurance, people that walk in the day, walk in the light as he in this, is in the light. There's a dark, dark world out there. And each one of us is a candle that needs to go out there and shine as bright as we can to bring the gospel to people's hearts and lives, to, to let people know that we have a hope. If you listen to the news and uh, with COVID, so many people have had problems because they're thinking and they've dropped, dropped, dropped because they have no hope. Many people have lost their loved ones. But we have a hope in Jesus Christ which sustains us for today and for tomorrow. And this hope is an everlasting hope. The gospel is amazing. The word of God is lovely. We study it and we really don't understand much about it. I also read books about the Bible. I study it all the time. It's a wonderful, wonderful book like our friend said on the video. I also read books about Christians that have done well to inspire Christians that have have lived the life totally full for God, totally exciting for God, doing, doing what God has called them to do because they know that their life is hid with Christ. They know that their tomorrows are going to be okay with Jesus. And there's a famous guy called Martin Luther who you, you, you have heard of. He says this, Live like Christ died yesterday, rose from the dead this morning, and is coming back tomorrow. You got that? Live like Christ died yesterday, rose from the dead this morning, and is coming back tomorrow. Wonderful words. And I just want to inspire you to, to live in hope. And the last verse of that reading says this, Therefore encourage one another and build each other up, just as in fact you are doing. So we have an obligation as Christians. I have an obligation to you to build you up, to encourage you, to, to make you understand how wonderful and marvellous God is through Christ. And I pray this word has, has blessed you and given you a hope, not only for today, but the future. So God bless you. And thank you for listening. Amen. Amen.